to the Last Gen Podcast brought to you by Miracle Word Ministries. These episodes are specifically created with students in mind. More than ever before, we must know why we believe what we believe, build strong faith, and stay on fire for God. We know that Jesus is coming soon, and we're going to live like this is the last generation. Are you ready? Let's go. Does anyone know what that's from? Can, can, I, can I please, just for my own sanity, does anyone know what that, that's from? I, I really hope you do. For the nerds out there, you know exactly. As soon as I started whistling that, you knew exactly what that's from. This is such a crappy intro, and I would get a, like an F for like podcast form or whatever, or like etiquette. But that is the theme song from Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit. The song actually is called Concerning Hobbits. So just nerding out for the first, like, two minutes of this podcast. I want, I want, I want to shout out those who, who, who listen, I mean, who watch Lord of the Rings and The Hobbit and have read the books. I love Lord of the Rings. I love The Hobbit. That song is probably, like, the most peaceful song ever. So anyways, I, I don't know why I started with that. It was just in my mind. And uh, apparently we just, uh, we just randomly start podcast podcast episodes anyways <laughs> welcome back to the last gen podcast everybody my name's alex iquinto i'm your host i'm 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 like the tour guide that guides you through this this chaotic podcast um with very little structure but a lot of the word a lot of the spirit and a lot of practical wisdom for living your life as a young person don't forget that this podcast the last gen podcast is a podcast for youth and young adults. That could be anywhere from middle school, high school age, all the way to college, um, and all the way through your, your young adult years. Um, recently, we've been dealing with a lot of topics um, that are very timely, and people have been saying, thank you so much for doing these topics. They're very specific to youth and young adults. So, like I said, this is, this is not f- for everyone, though anyone can listen to it, but we're gearing it and we're, we're specifically gearing it towards youth and young adults. So that's why we hit a lot of these topics. Um, like we just hit dating. We just hit marriage. We hit uh, friendships. We, we talk about school. We talk about work. We talk about, I mean, and then we talk about the broader things like faith. We talk about healing. We talk about miracles. We talk about, you know, joy, praise. We talk about worship. We talk about prayer, reading your Bible. Anyways, it's anything that could pertain to your life as youth and young adults. I want to say up front, because this will be a shorter episode, um, I feel like I just say that every week and then we let the cards, the chips fall where they may. But um, I know this will be a shorter episode, but I do want to say this up front because I haven't said it in a while, but I always feel it. Um, I, I want to say like to you guys, to the faithful listeners, because it always astounds me to like, to like look like like we we release an episode every single Tuesday, right? It always astounds me. Good lord, someone's trying to blow up my phone. I get it. I'm popular. Shut up. One of two of my friends are trying to text me right now. Good lord. <laughs> um blowing up my DMs. That's right, guys. I have friends. <laughs> so 
What was I saying? Good Lord, that derailed everything. You ruined it. I'm not going to mention any names, but <coughs> Lauren from Virginia Beach just ruined the whole thing. Okay. I always feel it. It always astounds me. We release a podcast episode every single Tuesday, and it always blows my mind. You know, I'll, like, check back in on the stats. Not that, I like, I'm so obsessed with the stats, but, you know, we, you know, it shows you the numbers, and I just, like, check up on it throughout the week. It astounds me how, like, in the first days, like, hundreds of people listen. And I'm like, you know, not that I don't think that it's valuable, but I, I want to stay in a place where I'm, like, I'm grateful for you guys. You know, people, you guys have been great. You always, you always like reach out and say, thank you for doing the podcast. You're grateful for me. I, I know that you're grateful, um, for what Miracle Word Ministries is doing in, in this, uh, in the last gen space, which by the way, is not just a podcast anymore. We're, we're getting way deeper into it and you watch and see by the end of this year, you're going to be amazed by how many things we're doing. So, um, but I, I do want to say that I'm grateful for you and I know, I know evangelist. Ted is grateful for you, and I know, I know, um, Carol, uh, it's, it's weird calling her Carolyn Shuttlesworth, but my aunt, my uncle and aunt, that they're very grateful for you, and let me say from the bottom of my, of my heart, I'm grateful for you. It really, it, it puts a, you know, as a young person feeling called into the ministry, it puts a hope in my heart for America, and it puts faith in my heart to know that there's people of my age and of my generation that have not bowed their knee to the spirit of this world, that are hungry for God in a way that you could never even imagine. It 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 does more for me to, to see how you guys respond than it could ever, I think, do for you. And uh, you may not believe me, but I'm being genuine. I really do care about you guys. Um, that's why I always encourage you to reach out. If you have questions, if you have um prayer requests you can always dm the.last.gen on instagram that's what we're here for uh we want to see you grow we don't the goal of this isn't to put out a podcast weekly the goal of this is to create a community of on fire holy ghost filled young people that know the word know what they're called to do and take their generation for christ to create a community of young people that are there for each other that are strong christians so that's if that's our goal, then it's not just to record a podcast and release it. Because honestly, at that point, if it's just to record one podcast a week, uh, what's the point? There's many other people that have podcasts. There's thousands and thousands and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of podcasts that you can listen to. But we're, we're, we're going to be different in that we our end goal is to see this generation shaken by the power of the Holy Spirit. All right? I want to jump in today because I did promise that it would be a short one. I have a thought for you that's kind of been in my spirit. Um, like I said, I, I've said this in, in uh, previous episodes. I don't ever have like a, you know, like how YouTube creators have like a, a recording schedule, like a posting schedule in that they'll have on the calendar. On this day, I'm going to do a, a video about this. And on this day, I'm going to do a video about this. And then I've got to do this video and this collab and this where like they've got their topics um, picked out like a month in advance, that cannot be further from the reality of what what I do here. Um, what we do here, whatever's hot in my spirit, I'm gonna share with you because I realize that I don't want to give you like a stale word, you know. 
All right, now we're going to be talking about three keys to faith. When I when I don't really feel to talk about three keys to faith, there's things that the Lord drops in your heart, and it's for a specific time. And that's why whenever the Lord drops something in my heart, and I know it's for you guys, that's I don't wait on it. I don't wait on it. I immediately get on it, and I record it, and I put it out for you guys. That's that's why we do like a lot of Instagram lives, because we've already put out a podcast episode for the week, and I just feel something in my spirit. By the way, we're doing more lives i creatively called the lives the five to ten minute videos live oceanals because they're live devotionals you get it because live ocean like devotional but like live live oceanal anyways i'm i'm very um smart if you can't tell i'm very creative um <laughs> so this has been hot in my spirit i want to talk today about supernatural favor supernatural favor and the quickest way to get favor from God. The quickest and easiest way to get favor from the Lord. Before we start on this whole thing, I want to define to you what favor means because favor is uh, something, you know, we don't use that word except if we're talking about, can you do me a favor? Like, hey, can you do me a favor? Can you can you do this for me? Can you can you do me a favor? That's not what I'm talking about today. When we're talking about supernatural favor, it's something completely different. So to to define to you what favor means in the Bible, in the biblical sense, I want to take you to a verse of scripture that's going to be our theme scripture for the uh, for the episode. Our theme scripture for the episode, Psalm 84 and verse 11. Psalm 84, verse 11. I would say this shows exactly what favor means. If you've been in Pentecostal church, let me say this. If you've been in Pentecostal church uh, and you kind of go to like a Pentecostal church that's very like, you know, they're not, if you've been to one that's like kind of like, how do I put this? Almost a caricature of Pentecostalism, where like you talk, "Hey, how's it going, brother? I'm I'm too blessed to be stressed. I'm under the spout where the glory comes out. I'm blessed and highly favored." Favor is something that just gets thrown around, like, "Oh, I'm living in favor. Favor ain't fair." You know, we've got all these sayings or whatever, but that's a word that gets thrown around that people, and then in turn, it means nothing anymore. You know, I'm blessed and highly favored. Um, I know you. I know you're not blessed and highly favored. <laughs> I let, let me get into this definition and we'll talk about it <laughs> before this turns into a rant. Psalm 84 and verse 11. I'm sure you know this. This is a key scripture in the entire Bible. For the Lord God is a sun and a shield. All right. The Lord God is a sun and a shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. And no good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. The Lord God is a sun and a shield. He bestows favor and honor. And no good thing does he withhold from them that walk uprightly. What is favor? To put it in the most practical sense, in the most plain definition, when I think of favor in my mind, and I'm going to say this and, you know, people, ha you're going to have a problem with it. it. It doesn't sound right, but let me just say it. Okay. Write this down. Favor is when you look, 
when your life looks like you are God's favorite. When you have favor on your life, your life will look like you are God's favorite. I can tell you right now, I have favor on my life. That's not a bragging thing. And it looks like I am God's favorite. Now, people could say this. Well, you know, God's no respecter of persons. He doesn't have favorites. Um, yeah, well, I, I disagree. I, I do agree. He is no respecter of persons. What he does for one, he'll do for anyone. Of course, God will, God will heal anyone. God will save anyone. But is everyone healed? Is everyone saved? God will bless any, everyone. Is everyone blessed? No. So you, you, you understand very quickly that not every Christian has favor. In fact, most don't. Favor is when it looks like your life, it looks like in your life that you are God's favorite. How come, how come everything works out for him like that? How come in every position he goes to the top? How come in this situation he's always on top? How come he learns very quickly? How come this just happens for him so easy? How come the money comes in so easy? How come... That's what people will say about you when you have favor on your life. You go from zero to a hundred because of the favor of God. When God favors your life, when he favors you, it's something that other people will notice. What do I mean by that? You can't have secret favor. You know, everything's going going super terribly for me, and, and my life is falling apart, and uh, I, I can't hold a job, and I don't have any skills, and, you know, my bills are gone unpaid, and everything's falling apart. I have no steady relationships, but I do have favor. Uh, no, you don't. Favor is a tangible thing that people can see. When you have favor on your life, people know. People can see. And they'll say things like, how come this happens for you and it doesn't happen for me? The favor of God. How come this came for you and it didn't for me? The favor of God. How come you can take a job with no experience with no prior uh, experience in the field, with no discernible skill in that area, and then you're on top in two weeks, the favor of God. I'm telling you, nothing will take you to the top in life like the favor of God. Why? Because if God be for you, tell me, who can be against you? Man, if God is for you, tell me, who can be against you? So favor is something that you should seek after. That's more important than gold. More important than silver. More important than hanging with friends, being popular. More important than anything. You should seek the favor of God on your life. Because if you try to do things without favor, they'll be hard. But when you have God's favor on your life, things come easy. You know, I, I keep seeing people, I don't know why this month is like 
why people just feel the need to say this, but people just been posting left and right. How many know Christian life isn't easy? You know, Jesus never promised an easy life. Well, if your life isn't easy, I have some questions. Why isn't your life easy? What is it that's making your life hard? Because every single thing that that makes life hard, aside from persecution, Jesus has redeemed you from. Is it sickness? Jesus has healed you. Is it financial lack? Is that what's making life hard? Jesus is a provider. You see what I'm saying? Is it lack of joy? He, you know, the Holy Spirit is the oil of joy. Anything in life, it just doesn't make any sense how you could say that. What if if God took care of everything that made that made life hard and he got rid of it, then what's making life hard? Chances are it's cuz you don't have favor. Chances are it's cuz you don't have favor. If you try to do like walk your life, walk the Christian life and do what God's called you to do without favor, you're going to be you're going to have a hard life, my friend. You're going to be like you're pushing a it's like it's like trying to push uh, a car in neutral up a steep hill. It's going to feel hard. But when you have favor on your life, it's like the opposite. It's like you're pushing a, a car in drive down a steep hill. The wind's at your back. Everything just goes the way that you, that you want it to go. Favor isn't something that you can pray for. Favor isn't something that you fast for. Favor is something that's earned. Favor is something that's earned. So when we're talking about supernatural favor and the quickest way to get favor from God, I wanted to put in the best words I can to describe to you what favor looks like. Because I'm telling you, not every Christian has favor. You can't think favor is going to be automatic. Very clearly, there's Christians in in jobs that they have no favor whatsoever. No favor whatsoever. Everyone at work hates them. Their boss hates them. Can't stand them. I mean, nothing works out. Things fall through. Deals fall through. Everything just seems to go the wrong way. Things break. This payment goes up. You know, it just, it feels like everything in life is against you. So I want you, I just want you to put a high importance. If you get anything from this podcast today, I want you to understand that you should put a high importance on the favor of God. I'll read you, I'll I'll give you one last example of the favor of God and then I'll tell you how to get it. Because I think this is so important. The favor of God, like I said earlier, will take you from a slave to a prime minister. The favor of God takes you from a prisoner to the man in charge. From a slave to a prime minister, from a prisoner to the man in charge. You say, where are you getting that? The book of Genesis. The story of Joseph. Joseph was favored by God. He walked blamelessly before God. He lived holy. He was favored by his father. There was something about his life that attracted the favor of both men and God. 
Like, I don't, I don't know why I'm doing this for you. I just feel like doing it. I don't know what it is about you, but I just feel like helping you out. I don't know what it is about you. I just feel like he had a, a tangible aspect to his life that people for some reason liked him and God for some reason liked him. That's favor. And so many of you know the story of Joseph. His father gave him a coat of many colors because he was favored. He had favor. He was his father's favorite. Gave him a coat of many colors. His brothers got jealous. And that's what happens a lot of time when there's favor on your life. People around you, even Christians, get jealous of your blessing. So what did the brothers do? They threw him into a pit and left him for dead. Soaked his coat in blood and brought it to, the, to his father, Jacob, and lied to the father and said, he's dead. The, the, Joseph was then sold into slavery. And Joseph ended up, he, he went from on top to a slave in a foreign land. He was a slave in a foreign land, and he was at the bottom rung. There was, there was no lower he could possibly get. He was a slave. He was a servant. Okay, but he had favor on his life. So what happened? He started working his way up. People liked him. His boss liked him. Okay, but then some, something goes wrong again. Not saying that something has to go wrong for you. I'm just showing you what favor will do even in the face of adversity. Potiphar's wife. So Potiphar is the one who, who uh, Joseph was serving. Potiphar's wife tried to throw herself on him and then accused him of sexual uh, assault. Joseph was, was uh, wrongfully convicted and thrown in jail. And so he was... <laughs> He went from slave to prisoner. All right, so now he's at the bottom, bottom rung of society. There's no way out. But don't think about this. He was at the bottom rung of society, but even at the bottom rung, even the overseer of the prison said, for some reason I like you. He made him top prisoner in charge of all the other prisoners. Then it came time for him to interpret dreams. And he started working his way up until at the end of the story, Joseph was the second in command of all the nation. The favor of God took him from prisoner to prime minister. Another example. Paul is a prisoner of Rome. They're, they're taking a ship to go to Rome for him to be tried as a prisoner. He's a prisoner on a boat of many prisoners and Roman centurion guards. Right? In the natural, he had no rights and he had no right to any authority at all. He was at the bottom rung of society in chains. A great storm arose. An angel came to him and gave him the word of the Lord. And the favor of God instantly brought him from a prisoner to the man in charge. And at the end of the story in the book of Acts, he's telling everyone what to do. He's telling everyone what's going to happen, and they all listen to him. Think about this. It got to the point when even in, in a, a Roman uh, setting where they were pagans, the favor of God brought him to such a position 
that he was telling all the Roman centurions what to do, his, the people that should be bossing him around, his captors, he was telling them what to do. They were listening. And then they, they ended up having dinner. <laughs> as, and Paul prayed for them. And they're all, <laughs> think about that. In a wicked setting, Paul came to the top and became the spiritual authority like that. Why? Because of the favor of God. It doesn't matter where you're put. Wherever uh, you're put, whether it's in a new company, whether it's in a new school, whether it's in a new, uh, new setting where something, this is, this is uh, uncomfortable to you, it's a new territory, you've never done it before, you're in the natural, not qualified, understand that if God is for you, then no one can be against you. And, and if you have the favor of God in your life, you're going straight to the top. Straight to the top. People ask questions like, how long have you been here? Is this, is this just like your first? Like you're new, right? How come, how come you're doing like you're doing? How come this is happening for you? How, how come this is happening? It's the favor of God. But not every Christian has it. I'm telling you, it's something that you earn by your actions. So let's let's look at song, Psalm 84:11 again. For the Lord God is the sun and the shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor to everyone. No. Read the next part. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. So how do you get this supernatural favor on your life that takes you from 0 to 100, from prisoner to prime minister? How do you incur that favor? It's not random. God God isn't just randomly picking and choosing. He's looking at your actions. He's looking at your actions. How many know our actions don't matter? God loves us regardless. Whether I whether we sin, whether we fail or we stumble or whether we we have a a great day. God loves us all the same. Nope. Wrong. I don't believe it. I don't believe it. I could back it up with scripture too. Jesus said this. He said, Those who love me will keep my commandments. And my fa- I will love them and my father will love them and manifest himself to them. Those who love me will keep my commandments. It is them who keep my commandments. It is them who love me. And because they love me, I will love them. And my Father will love them. So God's love isn't all the same to everyone. That, that's something that gets people on edge. Wrecks people's theology. He loves us all the same. No. Wrong. How many know we can't earn favor from God it's all about what he did and what he did on the cross. Wrong. Who does the Lord bestow favor and honor to? Those who walk uprightly. So what's the key? What's the one key? The easiest and quickest way to get favor from God? Living a holy life. Living a holy life. Living blameless. Living perfect before God. Living without sin. Not letting sin be a part of your life, living clean, living pure. 
Immediately, God notices that. I want you to take a picture. Think of this picture right now. This is, a, this is what's happening in heaven right now. I want you to get this picture, burn it into your brain. It will help you. Those, you know, those who have a hard time, they ask questions like, how do I live holy? If you understand this, it will help you. I'm having a hard time living holy. Understand this. 2 Chronicles 16.9. Very important scripture. Just get a picture of this. God is in heaven, right? But he sees all the earth. He can see everything. He can see everyone. He's omniscient. 2 Chronicles 16.9. The eyes of the Lord run to and fro across the whole earth. He's looking for one whose heart is fully turned towards him. One translation says fully loyal towards him. On whose behalf he will show himself strong and mighty. I want you to get that picture. God is looking for someone who's living holy. Why is he looking for that person? So for the express purpose that he can show up for that person. He can bestow favor on that person. He can take that person from the bottom of the bottom rungs of society and bring them to the top. And I want you to say this out loud. Lord, if you're looking for holy people, look no further, you found me. You could just say this out loud. Lord, I'm your man. Lord, I'm your woman. I'm the one you've been looking for. The eyes of the Lord, they search to and fro across the whole earth. He's looking for one whose heart is turned fully towards him, that he might show himself strong and mighty on their behalf. You want the favor of God on your life? Cut sin out of your life. Live holy. Make a conscious choice. I'm not doing the things that I used to do. I'm not falling into the pitfalls of sin. I'm not getting easily ensnared by the devil and going back into an old way of living. Because I want you to understand, sin isn't something that just, you know, the modern American church has made sin out to be something like a light thing. They're, they harp on the forgiveness of God so much that they feel like, they act like sin has no consequences. Like, yeah, you can just sin every day, but then at, at night, as long as you ask for forgiveness. Brother, that's not, that's not living holy. God only forgives true repentance. And a holy lifestyle is a lifestyle. It's not a, a three-day three spur of, I didn't sin. Holy living, living isn't trying not to sin as long as I can, writing down tally marks, oh, I didn't do this, I didn't cuss for this many days, I didn't look at this for this many days, made it a month, made it two months, made it a week. That's not what living holy is. Living holy is a lifestyle, a conscious decision that I'd rather have the favor of God on my life. I'd rather have everything work out for me because God is for me. The Bible says, draw near to God and God will draw near to you. So people wonder why their life is a mess. 
why things never work out. I don't understand things just never work out for me. It feels like, well, it looks like you don't have the favor of God. And I'm not going to be one that's always accusing people of secret sin. But I have questions. This is for everyone who wants it. And I'd so much rather say that a man is a liar than God is a liar. If your life is in continual turmoil, where it feels like nothing is working out, nothing works, everything fails, everything you try fails, I'd seriously question what's going on, because that's not scriptural. Listen to this. No good thing will God withhold from them that walk uprightly. I could talk about this all day, but I feel like if I just get this picture in your mind, it'll get the point across. God is actively looking for a person who walks uprightly because he wants to give them everything. He wants to bless the socks out of you, but he's looking for your obedience. He's looking for your holiness. He's looking for your commitment, your consecration. And when he finds you, the favor of God will cause you to rise to the top. Are you a salesman? He'll cause you to rise to the top. You'll not only have favor with your bosses, you'll not only have favor with God, you'll have favor with your clients. And it's not because of your skill, though skill helps. You can't do everything based on your skill. Yes, practice what you do. Yes, work at what you do. Be, try to be the best. Be the best at what you do. But understand it's the favor of God that takes you to the top. It's not your own skill. Are you going into business? Are you, are you into computer engineering? Are you into medical? Are you into physical therapy? Whatever it is, are you in the ministry? Do you feel called into the ministry? Let me just tell you, you can't do it without the favor of God. Every Nothing will work out. And as a closing thing right here, I, I want you to say this out loud. And we already covered it. People get would probably get mad at me. You know, that's, that's not scriptural. Well, it's not unscriptural. Act as if it's true. I want you to say this out loud. I'm God's favorite. I'm God's favorite. He loves everyone, but he loves me in particular. I am God's favorite. Now, obviously, don't be a jerk about it and go tell people, actually, no, 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 you're not God's favorite. I'm God's favorite. But just live your life with that understanding that because I live holy, because I consecrate my life to God and I cut sin completely out of my life, there's a reward for that. God doesn't tell you to do something without rewarding you for it. There's a, there's a tangible favor that's on your life that will cause people to say stuff like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but I just, I, just want to, I just want to help you out. I don't know why I'm doing this. I just want to do this favor for you. I don't know why I'm doing this. I don't know why I like you, but I like you, and I'm going to do this for you. I don't know why, but I want you to do this. I, I, I don't know why, but I'm giving you this position of authority. Things that you didn't even ask for. It's the favor of God.
I am God's favorite. And say this as a second part. No good thing will he withhold from me. No good thing will he withhold from me. There's nothing that God won't do for you. If he, if he did not even spare his only son, how much more will he give us all these other things, freely give us all these other things? Understand that the favor of God is invaluable. It's the metric that will determine how high in life that you can get in school, in business, in ministry, in marriage, in relationships, favor, favor, favor. I'm telling you, man, this year is going to be a year of favor for you. If you consecrate your life and you live holy, this year, people are going to say stuff like that. I don't know why I just felt a... Yeah, I know why. It's the favor of God. He raises you head and shoulders above the rest. Let me pray for you. Father, in Jesus' name, we thank you that you've given us access to your favor. Lord, we ask you that your face would shine upon us, that as we live holy, we thank you that your favor will be apparent on our lives, and that even sinners will see the favor of God in our lives and be amazed that what you spoke about in the, in the book of Malachi will come true. That then again will you see the distinction between the righteous and the wicked. From those who serve God and those who do not serve him. There will be a clear distinction between those who have the favor of God and those who don't. And that's going to be us. We will have the favor of God. We thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. I love you guys. Did I not keep my promise? It's one of the shorter episodes. Look at that. I only say that because I took an hour for the last three, I think. So, let me give a short one for you today. But I think I think this would be worth replaying, taking notes on. Get this in your spirit. It'll, it will help you. It will help you. Because it's up to you. It's not up to God. It's not up to God how, how much favor you have. It's up to you. It's, it's up to your decisions, your daily decisions to walk in holiness. All right? A couple of announcements. Like I said, check out the Instagram. That's where we do a lot of uh, extra content. Stay tuned for something that's really cool that's going to be launching. Um, for those of you that want to go deeper, want to uh, create community, and want to uh, go deeper in the things of God, um, something cool is, is, uh, is about to come. Um, actually pretty soon because it doesn't, it doesn't take a long time to set up, but I'm excited about it. The Lord, the Lord spoke to me about it and we're going to do it. So just stay tuned. The Instagram is basically how we, how we get into contact with you. All right. Have a great week. I'll check back in with you later.